friends. Welcome back to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. And we're welcoming our friend and writer, Alana Pena, today. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling today? Feeling good. It's sunny. It's summer. It's fall. <laughs> it's Burbank. What is it? It's Burbank. Burbank has one season. Before we dive into the latest episode, we are going to take a little time for our um, friends and fans to get to know you a little bit better. We'll just start out real simple. Who are you? What do you do? I'm Alana. I'm currently a writer's assistant on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on the CW. Ooh, coming. Well, it'll be back by the time this airs. Yeah, and I'm a writer, and I... You know, love in LA. <laughs> <laughs> to live and die in LA. To live in and loving in Los Angeles. <laughs> you will rest me out of my coffin here. <laughs> Never leave. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Who was the first woman you remember seeing on TV? Honestly, it was probably like a Sesame Street, like Maria, mm-hmm. or like Baby Bob. <laughs> <laughs> great. That's a great call. Um, on Barney, or like the, I wanted to be a kid on Barney so bad. So they were really inspirational to me. Selena Gomez. I know. <laughs> that could have been me. <laughs> Another life. But yeah, probably like Maria on Sesame Street. Probably. She's... Or the lamb chop lady. Oh, yes. Mary Lewis. Oh, I loved her. Same. I had a lamb chop, so I, I would like pretend to be her. <laughs> loved lamb chop. I remember being so devastated when... I learned what lamb chops were, like the food, and I'm like, oh. so lamb chop we see on TV, we eat that. that. Yeah. yeah, it was horrifying. Maybe that's why I became a vegetarian. Such a long experience. Very traumatizing. <laughs> what shows or characters are most in line with your comedic sensibility? Would you say? I mean, I, I think the show I work on is very in line. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the musical element. I think that using songs to have comedy is really smart and also efficient. Mm-hmm. and funny. I also really like a self-aware show, like a show where the references are self-aware, like a 30 Rock kind of totally. thing. Crazy X isn't as like quick as 30 Rock with the jokes per minute, but... And then like, I don't know, I love the things that people are saying like shouldn't be called comedies, which I kind of agree with. Like the girls and transparents and sort of slow cable but the comedy I think comes in like behavioral comedy, I guess. Yeah, sure. What is your relationship to I Love Lucy? Have you seen an episode before today? I don't know if I'd seen a full episode, which I'm kind of embarrassed by. <laughs> I've seen, I, I think in like, you know, film classes and stuff like that, or, you know, comedy history things. It's mm-hmm. always, I feel like I've seen the scene in the factory. Yeah. Like a billion times. Yeah. Because they always use that as an example. But I think maybe once or twice I've seen like bits and pieces, but this was maybe my first full episode. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. It was a good one. <laughs> this was a really good one. Oh, I yeah. loved it. It was great. <laughs> So I guess since you, you've not seen a full episode before, but do you remember what your impressions of her generally, like in the times you've seen clips, like what do you remember thinking, if anything? I think I always knew she was like the OG female comedian. She's very physical. Her comedy is <laughs> very physical. And I remember that. I feel like I learned weirdly late that her husband is Cuban and I'm Cuban. And I feel like I should have learned that earlier. Someone should have told me. (laughs) (laughs) Famous Cubans, you need to learn that. Yeah, why are we not talking about that? The, like, table on Noche Buena. (laughs) Yeah, just, like, sort of breaking boundaries for women in a general sense is how I, what I knew about her. When I actually thought watching the episode, I was like, I don't think I've seen a lot of Cuban very specifically Latino men mm-hmm. married to white women mm-hmm. on screen. And he has an accent and they don't really make fun of it. You know what I mean? Not in this episode, yeah. There's one line where she repeats. He says something and she's he's like, I doesn't. She repeats it, but yeah. it's kind of like in... It didn't really 
bug me. He's so cute. <laughs> we, Ricky is bae. We love, right? we love him. Yeah, we have a, this is mainly like a Ricky <laughs> fan podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm into it. He's so cute. <laughs> Huge fans of his work, all of us. I'm being him for Halloween. Do you guys know that? Brendan and I, my <gasps> red-headed friend, male friend is being Lucy and I'm being Ricky. Oh my God, we are, you, we have to put you guys on our Instagram. Yeah, no, I will send it to you. Okay. I've wanted to do this with him for years and he finally said yes. Oh my gosh, oh my I gosh. cannot wait. That yeah. sort of jumps to our next question, but would you identify personally as a Fred, Lucy, Ethel, or Ricky? I love Ricky. <laughs> I don't know. Ricky was kind of delightful. I think Lucy is what my gut would be because she's like a strong female comedian. And I think behind the scenes, Lucy is like goalsy for me. That's what I want to be. I also really dig the Lucy Ethel friendship. So I think I identify with that part a lot. Yeah. We're team Ricky and team Ethel at all times. I think yeah. like our prevailing attitude. No one likes Fred. That's just a fact. <laughs> Is he much older than Ethel? Yeah. He's so much older than He Apple. could be everyone's grandfather. <laughs> Another question sort of about like women in media generally. Mm-hmm. How do you think women are being depicted on TV today? And how different do you think it is from Lucy's time? I mean, better, right? (laughs) I I hope. I mean, it's still, there's so many shows, I think, that are doing really cool things. But I also feel like for every, like, small revolution, there's a global disparity. And on Crazy X, they like to say, you know, Rebecca is an antihero. She is sort of a Walter White. Mm -hmm. I think they've called her a bubbly Walter White. (laughs) Um, And if you've seen the ads for season three, it's her dressed as Walter White. So good. But I think that the reason that that show is people are kind of taking notice is because that's rarely done. You don't see a lot of female Walter Whites. You don't give them a lot of credence to do it. So I think it's come a long way, but we have still far to go. And Lucy, honestly, was I was really struck in a good way with how modern it felt in terms of her being flawed and interesting and, and you know, wacky. Yeah. This yeah. is such a good episode for yeah. her. I loved it. It, it totally was. So was. Yeah, and there are some episodes where we really don't like Lucy. Yeah. Too, but at yeah. the end of the day, like yeah, she is such a well-rounded character. She's she's sometimes a really shitty friend. That's yeah. like a through line. She was a bit of a shitty friend. In this one, like, what yeah. was Ethel getting at in this situation? I have so many questions about. <laughs> we're yeah, we're gonna get into this. Everyone asks the question about Lucy and Ethel, which is the question my mom started asking me in middle school when I would be in like a catty girl situation. She'd be like. Molly, what are you getting out of this? Mm-hmm. Like, what good is this bringing into your life? Everyone's like, why is Ethel doing this? Yeah. What is she getting out of this? Need yeah. to see a scene between, like, Ethel and her therapist talking <laughs> it all out. Well, what about Fred? I don't want to talk about Fred. Yeah. <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> I want to talk about the only good in my life, which is my complicated relationship with Lucy. <laughs> and are there things that you wish you saw more of in terms of women in television or less of? I mean, less of, I guess you know, the female character as a set piece. The thing is, I do think we live in a bubble and I forget that because I'm like, oh, we've moved beyond that. Like, we're woke as hell. But then there's still shows out there, these, like, network comedies that are, you know, King of Queensy, mm-hmm. where... Kevin can wait. There's still so many shows out there that are not doing anything, if doing, like, negative things. And I think I need to be more educated about what those are because I'm in such a fun bubble. Right. Where I'm just seeing the revolution. And if you watch the Emmys, there is a revolution. But the Emmys are not what the whole country is watching. Mm -hmm. It's not representative. So so I guess I want to just see more layered, complex female characters and less not that. Someone was telling me, because I don't watch Kevin Can Wait. Never seen it. Never seen life. a minute. But <laughs> so you don't listen to my podcast? <laughs> can't wait for yeah. can't wait for Kevin Can Wait. <laughs> can't wait. 
can't wait for Kevin. Kevin can't wait. Um, (laughs) But apparently, like, because they were so hung up on this really great dynamic of him and Leah Remini, they just killed off his... his, Aaron Hayes, yeah. They killed her off after the first season and then, like, fast-forwarded to a point where he was then getting together with this character played by Leah Rimini because they want her back on the show because it's like America, middle middle America got used to seeing a certain thing and they love this couple. They like this this guy with this woman. They just wanted the King of Queens dynamic back. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, this is crazy. That's so emblematic of their unwillingness to budge on anything. Right. Well, here's what's crazy. Here's the craziest part for me is that Aaron Hayes is a different character and plays his wife and... If they wanted the dynamic of Leah Remini and yeah. Kevin James, they reintroduced Leah as his like former partner because the guy's a cop, I guess. Yeah. And they could have literally kept both women. And Aaron could have played the wife and uh-huh. been her character. And Leah Remini could have played his... Like yeah. She didn't need to be a romantic interest. Right. But it was like, we can't have more than one woman. Right. woman. Right. We can't have two women. And, and, and God forbid we explore the dynamics between those right. two women. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Well, I'm sure all the straight white males in the room probably <laughs> couldn't handle that. Hard pass. Hard pass on all those feelings. Yeah, and they, they, only write, they probably have like one right female writer in the room and they're like, oh, that's too much on her plate. Right. For her to fair. Too. Yeah, more women uh, running rooms. Yes. I see more of that. What would be your modern pitch for an I Love Lucy reboot? <gasps> oh my god, I mean Ethel and Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> We have to. It's like in treatment, but it's just yeah. Ethel the whole time. Or just the Ethel story, because I do feel like the sidekicks lament would be an interesting dynamic to explore. Should we um, have Judy Greer play? I play know, Ethel? Right? And we do it a little on Crazy X with the with Paula's character. Yeah. And she sort of has her own sidekick lament moments. And it's really interesting to me. And Judy Greer, have you seen the funnier die sketch where Judy Greer you see her like they have a meet cute with someone. She's holding a bunch of groceries and crashes into a really cute guy, and they have this spark. And then she goes, "Oh my god, I should introduce you to my best friend." <laughs> <laughs> like it's really, really funny. But yeah, it'd be really interesting because I also think that's a real thing in some people where they latch on to someone and they're a yes person to them. And it would be cool to see, you know, I love Ethel or like mm-hmm. I feel okay about Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> Ethel loves herself. Ethel, Ethel learns to love. <laughs> Ethel loves Lucy. Yeah. And to see her and like what the deal is with that marriage and what's happened. I mean, I've now seen one full episode and I'm like, I want to know more about her psychology. <laughs> right? That's my reboot. It reminds me, what you're saying reminds me of that moment in the Nancy Myers film, The Holiday. Love it. Where he tells Kay Winslet, like, you have to, you're a leading lady. You have uh-huh. to be the leading lady in your own, li- in your own life. Uh-huh. Which I feel like was very meaningful to me as a viewer <laughs> of television and movies. But I was like, Nancy Myers knows what's up. I, yeah. I, I'm down for Nancy Myers. All no, time. yeah. And Ethel is, for us, she's the sidekick, but in her life, you would hope she's the leading lady. Yeah. And then be like, what does that 20 year marriage difference look like? And <laughs> Fred doesn't cast her as a leading lady in their, no. in their life very much. So we're going to talk about the camping trip, which aired June 8th, 1953. And we found a synopsis for this episode that all of us take issue with, but we're going to read a for you. Great. Anyway, it says Lucy and Ethel invite themselves on a rugged camping trip with their spouses. 
That's not what it's about. No. no. That didn't happen. <laughs> um, Ethel at no point invited herself on a camping trip with her husband. That no. didn't happen. And Fred's taking care of little Ricky, so. We, how did we not cut back to that? I want to see that dynamic. That's true. That's like a buddy comedy. <laughs> yeah. Fred and the baby. How old is the baby at this point? Six months, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He cries a lot. Do you see the baby ever? <laughs> we see him always. It's like one scene per episode. And then, or if we don't see him, they're like, well, Miss Trumbull, this woman in the building is watching the baby. Uh-huh. So, so Miss Trumbull. Trumbull's basically mothering little She's Ricky. raising the yeah. child. Got it. But we think the baby has a rich and active life and, like, has his own stuff going on. That's the yeah. reboot, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's with a little Ricky. Yeah, as what's a he doing, baby who can't walk. What's he doing, like, on his weekend with Fred? I don't know. That's I, so Fred is so excited to take him to the lodge for yeah, meetings and take him to, to the club. YMCA. Or, like, they go get grape <laughs> juices down at the soda shop. They buy some something flowers. Fred is known to do. Oh, yeah. He'll order one small grape juice yeah. like, <laughs> while they, when they go out. Wow. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah. I was just wondering, because you heard him cry, which was not... I would say that the the sound effect of that was, like, a C-. minus. <laughs> do you think it was an adult making a yes. baby? Sound <laughs> design. Or PA. If I was doing a fake cry on television, I would sort of do high-pitched, and this was, like, a low... <laughs> <laughs> the baby has already gone through puberty. Yeah, like, that's where I was like, how old is this, like, chain-smoking baby? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it is the 50s, and this show is sponsored by Philip Morris, so the true, baby true. might be chain smoking. That's true. <laughs> that was their exactly. very subliminal advertising. They do smoke inside when they yeah. play bridge, which my grandmother is like a very active bridge player and just taught bridge. Will you explain it to us? Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Because when we open, we open on the same gang of four. Yeah. Oh, no, it's we've... a different fourth person. Oh. No, the older bitch got kicked out of the crew. Caroline is the same. Yeah. In other episodes, we've met their bridge club both times. There's the third girl who's like the instigator who is always like, mm. her name's Caroline Appleby. Caroline she has a stirs, lot of gossip. She stirs the pot. And then there's always another actress who's always just listed this week it's as club woman. Wow. Last week it was card player. Who they did just, pl- Who played it? This week is June Whitley Taylor. Snaps to you, June. Did, well, she, did, she, did she have any lines? Maybe okay. some of those crowd lines where she's just like murmuring with mm-hmm. everyone else. Mm. So Caroline's the one that was like, did you hear about yeah. Greg and yeah. Joanne? Yeah, They're yeah. separating. And you're like, ooh, this girl doesn't have a lot going on in her life. She no, needs to go. She is clogging up the party line. They're trying to blame someone, I guess. For, yeah, for the ending of a marriage. Yeah. yeah, which is a really sort of, uh, it's, it's not a very evolved point of view no. to take. They hear one side, they're like, it's her fault. And then yeah. they hear one other thing, they're like, it's him. His fault. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. It's like and an into the woods. And then <laughs> Ethel <laughs> says, it's both their faults because Ethel's wise. Ethel is wise. She's and has a, a shitty marriage. She's <laughs> a lot of insight. She's like pulling stuff she's gotten from her therapist. Right, right, right. <laughs> there is no blame. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting that they instantly were looking for blame. Yeah, because the one woman spending too much time with the kids and then the husband just knows in the newspaper. Uh-huh. He likes to read and she's, God forbid, raising their children. These are huge problems. I'm sorry, what else were you supposed to do back then? Yeah, I feel like the ladies sort of incepted Lucy, where they were like, all marriages, you get to a point where you have nothing in common, and the honeymoon is over, and like, this is just how life is. Your life is going to be bad. Yeah. And Ethel says, our honeymoon was over on our honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> she does say that. <laughs> like, where do you think they went on their honeymoon? Like, Niagara Falls? Probably not even. Like, they probably, I don't know. Poughkeepsie. They went to, like, Queens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To see a different land. Well, he was like an old man, and Viagra maybe wasn't a thing yet. It definitely wasn't. So, yikes. Ooh. So they've convinced Lucy to, I guess, try to fix her marriage, even though... Well, because she... Because Ricky comes home, and immediately his 
noses in the newspaper, and right. she's like, oh, God, it's starting. And she also was talking up a big game to the girls. I just wrote down, I think you're all terrible, which I think is something Lucy said and not something I just wrote down thinking <laughs> myself. Yeah, I think um, she said it to the girls. Where she's like, we are interested in all of the same things. We talk all the time. My marriage is perfect, and I'm going to prove it to you. Mm-hmm. She's, like, kind of ready to play. I don't think that you need that, though, in a marriage. The way she starts following him around, that seems really too much. Yeah, I felt like a lot of things were at play. I felt like this could have been three episodes. It could have been the episode where she tried to prove it to the girls and Mm -hmm. tried to be like, like the scene with the paper could have been its own game for 20 minutes. Yeah. I think it could have been an episode about a camping trip (laughs) and where he doesn't want her to go and she does that. Well, it could have been, instead of just the scene with the paper, it could have been her like parading him to the girl. Like it could have been more external. Yeah. But instead it was, they, they jammed it all in. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of plot. Yeah, moving it right along. Yeah, definitely. Well, and so Fred and Ricky have something in common in that apparently they love camping and fishing. Have never heard anything of this <laughs> from either of them. I don't know, Ricky seems like, we've never heard him talk about nature or outdoorsy things. He seems like he likes nice suits and yeah. like doing his hair. He's a performer. He's one of the show people. Uh-huh. He's on the road with his band. When does he have time to go catch trout? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and also the the trip seemed so amorphous. It was like the camping trip next July that had such urgency now for some reason. And we're going to go take a a preview trip. It seemed like too much. They were laying too much track. Fred wanted special time with Ricky in the woods, and he felt like it was being infringed upon. Also, why was Fred wearing like a really nice jacket? It just (laughs) felt like seriously, like I was just like, where's he going? He just wanted Ricky to say yes to going on the trip with him. Is Fred into Ricky? This is my long standing issue. Okay. He sort of stirred the pot. He was like, you can't bring a dame on the trip. (laughs) Like, he sort of. (laughs) That wacky broad, she would never make it in the woods. Right. Lucy's trying to like prove to herself that she and Ricky aren't boring. She's like, why don't we do something together? Like, let's read the newspaper together, which we've seen them try to read before. Uh Yeah. So she decides to read the sports page to him. And that was my favorite part of the episode where she just got everything wrong. Mm -hmm. TKO. TKO, and she thought the horse races were little little girls. girls. (laughs) She had $2,000 in her purse. (laughs) She had a lot of money in today money. At one point, she was like, how long has this been going on? (laughs) Like, it's an epidemic. (laughs) Yeah, like, if she'd only picked up the paper, she could have stopped it. (laughs) Well, the other thing I thought was weird is they give each other a little rundown of their days. She wants them to, like, talk about everything that happened on that day. She has two things to say, that, like, they went to the park, she and little baby, Mm -hmm. and then they played a card game. And she's like, me and Ethel had a card game. Like, the other friends don't have names. We are not referring to them. Yeah. Not on board. And then he just had a rehearsal, and it was fine. Seems like I could have found things to ask. I could have found some specifics there. The like, art of conversation. I thought I had a card game and we won. Like, okay, like, so who else was there? What else did you talk about? I had a lot of questions. What are you rehearsing for? <laughs> what are you working on? <laughs> Who's in yeah. the show? What songs are you playing? Yeah. Let's do it for me right now. <laughs> what are the dancer girls going to wear? <laughs> also, given the show you work on, I feel like you guys have taken to another level, but they do have a lot of musical interludes on the show where, where Ricky oh, cool. will just sing a song. They're often very poorly timed in terms of being like, just a random side step of the story. It never moves anything along. It's just no. I feel like singing now. Yeah, and he's like, I wrote this song for Lucy and the Baby. Like, Lucy and the Baby are not 
present, present while he's singing the song. He's just singing to Fred and Ethel about his baby. Interesting. I feel like that might have been like a network note where they were like, the people made a song. And then they would sell them as singles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Though there is a great moment, it's in the episode Lucy's Ensemble, where there's this great musical moment that actually furthers the plot where mm. he fi- it's like when he finds out that his wife is pregnant while he's singing a song. Wow. And it's like, it's a really awesome classic moment. That episode feels revolutionary in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Watch it. So yeah, so then Lucy's following Desi around the next morning and won't even let him put his okay. jacket on. I know what you're going to say. I I'm 100% there. <laughs> yeah. When she was like, I loved spending time with you this morning. Like, I love when you go into work late and just... They totally <laughs> had sex yeah, that I morning. Thought that. Okay. <laughs> Kurt's looking at us like we have the They left the bedroom. She and won't let go of him. She won't let go of him. And what bummed me out was that it seemed very unusual. Yeah, yeah. It seemed very like, what a treat. <laughs> and he didn't seem like that into it. He was just kind of like, eh. He was like, I know. But Another day in my life. I think that's what we were implying. Right? Yeah. Wow. It's sometimes low-key pretty dirty. Really? I like to hear that. <laughs> or we're just in a place where we're projecting it onto everything. Yeah, it's our 2017 minds. Yeah, you can sometimes find lots of places to project onto in the show. Yeah, okay. you watch it with contemporary eyes and you're like, is that a threesome joke? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <How> is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Children, watch this on Nick. Right. Yeah. We're like, everyone watches this. So she leaves him alone for a second, right? And Fred comes in to tell him that he's confirmed the camping trip. And so Lucy re-enters and wants to attend because they do everything together now. What bumps me logic-wise is the they were planning their camping trip so far out, these dudes. <laughs> yeah. But Lucy <laughs> and Ricky dudes. were able to do it with like a day's notice. So why are they planning the, the male camping trip seemingly like eight months out? And maybe it's a longer trip. I mean, mm-hmm. I come from a family of hunters and fishers. Hunters and gatherers. My brother just spent a week in New Mexico. He was elk hunting for one week. Oh my God. If it's like a larger scale trip, or if maybe they're not just going to right. New York, like the uh, Hudson Valley. Exactly. <laughs> Central um, Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they it's were in Central Park. Or in the pond or whatever. I have a thought. I have a theory on what the why the timeline was so different. And it's only because it's been talked about in so many of the other episodes recently. I think it's a money thing. I think that it sounds like Fred has made arrangements to borrow camping gear from his cousin or whomever. Uh-huh. I don't think he can afford to buy or rent his own stuff. So he was like, oh, I'm going to find a time that my friend can lend this to us uh-huh. so we can plan a trip together. It's become clear that the Ricardos have a lot more disposable income than the Mertzes. Oh. So I think they were just kind of like, we could go get this stuff if we want to. It's great when a character has money. It makes for easier stories. <laughs> the plot can just go so faster. Yeah. Do you know what um, this really reminded me of is the Parks and Rec camping trip <gasps> in season two. Ron and Jerry and Mark do a male camping trip every year and Leslie decides like enough is enough. I vaguely remember this. And she drags everyone else along. Uh-huh. Like Tom and... Uh, Donna and... Yes, I have seen this mm-hmm. episode. And she just, like, basically ruins the trip because Ron just wants to be, like, a male bonding session. Yeah. And there's this, like, toast, and he goes, to the hunt. And then she gets up and gives this impassioned speech, and then you see a talking head where he's like, the traditional toast is to the hunt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's, like, all mad about it. Oh, that's really <laughs> He is the best. My yeah. dad is Ron Swanson, actually. Yeah. That's um, true. Oh, well, then there's a conversation between Ricky and Fred... Where he's like, Lucy's being so weird. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. And Fred's like, oh, I can tell you what's going on. He's like, what's cooking? And he's like, well, she's worried that you guys are bored of each other. So 
she's trying to prove this whole thing to the girls. And he's like, it's like having a piece of gum stuck to my shoe. Uh-huh. I liked that in an Ethel Fred way where it meant that Ethel talked to Fred about what was happening. <laughs> yeah, which is the best. Yeah. Ethel does. better communication skills than Lucy and Ricky do. Yeah, yeah, like enough that she was like, okay, here's something that happened at Bridge today. That's so much more than Lucy and Ricky talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they don't have that, like, hot, fiery passion. No, they probably did not have sex that one. No. No. Fred and Ethel, 100% certainly not. Yeah, Fred and Ethel have fewer hijinks. Like, Lucy and Ricky both get into hijinks, so. Uh Some might argue that, like, hijinks are their love language. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sweet. So then Ricky wants to take Lucy on a camping trip, convince her she hates it so she won't go on the special all-boys camping trip this summer, which Lucy thinks is a great idea, and she's going to leave little Ricky with Fred and Ethel. So she buys a new outfit and she comes out to show Ethel and she asks if she looks like Field and Stream, which is a magazine. My dad subscribes. That's, yeah, that's the third uh, episode it could have been. It could have been an episode where Ricky was just trying to make Lucy not like camping Mm -hmm. and Lucy was trying to turn one over on him. Yeah. That could have been its own thing. I feel like it didn't really even need the preface. No. Right? Like, or that could have been its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me that they had this whole, where they could have just been like, oh, I want to go on a camping trip with you. You won't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I will too. Yeah. Could have started with the Fred conversation and her just being, for a smaller reason. Right. Being like, like, I I haven't seen you a lot since the baby was born. Right. Like, covered in a line. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What I loved about this part that felt different was that usually you have the girls who are the initial initial schemers. Mm-hmm. The boys were the ones who really started the real hijinks yeah. of all of it. Lucy wanting to feel more connected to her husband is not really a scheme. No. That's just like a human reaction to life. Mm-hmm. But the boys being like, we're going to pull a fast one over the girls was such a different, like a reversal yeah. from what we usually see that I was like, this is fun. That's yeah. Cool. This is Ricky's fault. <laughs> and it blows up in his face in a way that's really satisfying yeah. and fun. I like that the women have the upper hand. The whole yeah. Time, or most of it. Yeah. So, of course, Ricky's come up with this plan, and Ethel, because she's Ethel, learns of it immediately when she eavesdrops on Ricky coming to borrow Fred's sleeping bag. She's also a witch, so she's no She's a witch. We have a theory she's a witch. Oh, yeah. I I would buy it. How did she she get up on that tree? (laughs) How did she get there? (laughs) Okay, so there's a lot of witch evidence coming up. She's out in, like, in nature, like, getting connected to her, like, witchy energy. I'm pretty sure she stole that station wagon or someone. Definitely. Or just convinced someone. She flew on a broomstick. (laughs) And where did she sleep when? Yeah, a lot of questions. We'll get get there. Oh, my God. I love Lucy's outfit. She has waiters on. Mm -hmm. Like, everything. She looks amazing. Ethel tells Lucy that Ricky's trying to get her to not like camping. And Lucy's like, ah, but I can turn the tables with the help of my good friend Ethel. Uh And Ethel's like, no. This is the most powerful moment for Ethel ever. I was obsessed with it. She goes, I know you thought the idea up, and that's enough for me. Yeah. I don't want any part of it. Every time you have an idea, I get dragged in. Which is is so true. Speaking her truth, she really has been seeing a therapist. I loved that moment, because I also felt like that was tropey, where she was like, everything you do, I'm dragged in. Cut to, she's dragged in. Yep. I loved that. I also love how Lucy made her lie to Fred and say she was visiting her mother. Yeah. On the weekend, they're supposed to be babysitting little Ricky for some reason. Fred is probably happy to have the one-on-one time to, like, talk to Godfather. Yeah, to talk to little Ricky about, like, man things. Well, and looking like a baby. Yeah, they're probably just wearing onesies together. Yeah, (laughs) they both look like babies. They have a similar aesthetic with, like, no hair and, like, big, round physiques. (laughs) 
there's actually someone tweeted and I think about it all the time like all babies look like Fred Mertz which is pretty true oh yeah yeah the baby crying in the next room could have it could have been Fred to me well we can look at the credits and confirm maybe maybe William probably did do voice of little Ricky so right so we cut to Ricky and Lucy out in the woods and they've been walking for four miles and they're trying to get the best spot for trout I guess that New York trout famous yeah they're by a stream I think right so not the ocean you gotta stand in it does Central Park have a stream (laughs) probably not not to my knowledge but yeah they're both wearing nice plaids khaki pants yeah and and waiters or whatever yeah is that Lucy's got the full-on ones and Ricky's like only go up to his thighs. It's like he's wearing assless chaps or something. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> only. No. And Lucy's obviously got to get rid of him for the scheme to work, so she convinces him that she's going to go upriver mm-hmm. where the trout are. Because she's like, you know how fish are. And he's like, what? She's like, they're shy. <laughs> fish are shy. Yeah, she's so funny. <laughs> I love her lines all the time. Yeah. You never know what she's going to say. Well, and he's trying to like, he's really laying on thick where he's like, you need to go stand in freezing water for a while and maybe get like right. frostbite. I also found it interesting that so much of it was discussed. It was just like, you have to do, it was all verbal. Him yeah. making the trip miserable for her in terms of what the audience saw was him telling her that it was going to be right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The modern version of this episode is Lucy, like, waiting. And, you know, you see it yeah. more, I feel like. I liked the creative ways that they made it happen for both of them without a lot of production. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I was surprised he kind of let her out of his sight because it feels like he missed a lot of opportunities during the fishing yes. to make her miserable. Like touch this fish yeah. and like uh-huh. dig for worms. worms. Yeah. Right, right. Which is what I feel like it is in the Parks and Rec episode. Like, you know, yeah. that's how you play that game now. Um, and usually if you have money. <laughs> if you have production money. Exactly. Usually what they do is like they'll so much of her comedy comes from just sort of being like physically humiliated. So a lot of this, like, she wasn't challenged in, in this episode right. that way, which, which is feels, kind of interesting. Yeah, because it feels like it was right for that. You mm. think that's what the episode's going to be, is Lucy, like, slipping and falling with yeah. a bunch of trout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Water gets waiters. more. He gets more yeah. sort of physically to me. Yeah, definitely. So they split up, and once Ricky's successfully gone... Watch out for the bears! Lucy just calls out for Ethel, yeah. like, summons her, I guess. But Ethel's been tracking them like an Indian. Oh, yeah. Which is... I got notes for that. It's a fun racist line. <laughs> but also crazy because they walked for four miles. Ethel's probably a witch. Yeah, she's definitely a witch. She put a silencer thing on her steps. She was watching them from afar. But, like, she did knows. they take a train, too, to, like... Yeah, was she trailing them? Was she <laughs> underneath their car? <laughs> they drove crazy. But how did she, in a station wagon, follow a couple walking on in a trail woods. in the woods? I have no idea. <laughs> it's also, I do feel like Ethel was like, no way, no how. And then was immediately just like, this is what I'm doing. There was no color of, like... Ugh. Really? I have to do this? She was just like, well, I'm going to sleep in the station. Like, she was so down. She was looking forward to a weekend away from Fred, perhaps. Yeah. It's fun for her. I think that's what we do for yeah. the reboot, is why she gets off on this. Yeah. 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 She's missing. I have to say, though, her outfit felt like a 1950s gangster retires to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's Hyman Roth in The Godfather Part Two, and I was like, why? I'm here for it. But it was very confusing. That, like, hat, that fedora. Did she wear a fedora in yeah, the woods? Yeah, she might have. So part one of Lucy's pranks are 
that she catches a bushel of fish that Ethel has just bought. In a basket to say that she caught them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she makes Ethel throw them to her because she wants to not lie. She's like, I did catch them. I loved that. (laughs) Yeah. She's got a certain code about her that I appreciate. There's a line. Don't lie to your husband. Just obscure the truth as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And whenever it's useful. Yeah. (laughs) A red herring for me was when she took the paper bag and threw it. I was like, oh, Ricky's going to find that bag and know what's up. And then then nothing happened with it. (laughs) But I tracked it. (laughs) Then she makes Ethel wait in the car for an unknown reason and won't tell her why, which seems unnecessary. And Ethel said, okay. Okay. <laughs> she brought a book. I, I hope she has a cooler of snacks. I know. What do you do? She looks at a map for like six hours. <laughs> and then we close on Lucy closing her eyes, trying to puncture. I'm glad she did puncture the mouths of the fish because mm-hmm. otherwise, another red herring. Yes. He could be like, these are store-bought. Uh-huh. Right. I did not even think of that as someone who's never camped. And then I was like, what a smart character. Definitely. I love to say, ah, (laughs) to her fishies. Yeah. But then when Ricky comes back and she shows him all the fish, he didn't catch any. But she shows him all the fish and he's like, well, what did you use for bait? Yeah. And then his eyes bugged out. I love it. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like at that moment he would have been like, you're lying. Yeah. It took a lot for him to realize. (laughs) (laughs) He's a very trusting husband. Yeah, yeah. He's the best. (laughs) (laughs) So they decide to race back because Lucy is essentially negging him. What is the... (laughs) Yeah, cool, yeah. She kind of goads him into it. Mm -hmm. Like, I bet you I can make it back faster than you. And he's like, you're being crazy. But yes, and I will give you a head start because you are a woman. Yeah, Uh which is sexist, but also gave her an opportunity to leave first, which you need because right. otherwise right. how is she going to escape without him seeing her totally. walking toward the it's street it's like she knew he'd say that she mm-hmm. knows that Ricky is a gentleman enough to mm-hmm. give her a head start or sexist enough well and I thought there was like a somewhat <laughs> progressive way to read that exchange where she's like he's being kind of a jerk where he's like well because you're a woman you'll need this head start and she's like because I'm a woman and I'm smart enough to take this, I will take the lead. Thank you. Yeah, right. yeah. So I, I kind of, I kind of liked that moment, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't the most uh, woke Ricky we've ever seen. So obviously, because Lucy's plan for this, or at least Ethel's given her the tools to pull this off, she gets back to camp way early, mm-hmm. and her and Ethel just chill and hang out and talk about day two. I like th- I like to think that that's what got Ethel there. That Lucy was like, oh, come on. Well, when I when we're hanging out and waiting for Ricky, like, it'll just be you and me on a camping trip. Like, we never get to get away. Like, we'll have a girl's trip. Because they right. like they were having a really good time. That's a fourth episode <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. Just the two girls on a camping trip exactly. not really knowing what they're doing. Well, I feel yeah. like Ethel was here for it, and Lucy was kind of like, I want to, like, stick it to him. He needs to get back here already. Yeah. Um, where she's like, isn't it a beautiful night? And she's just like, where is he? Yeah. Well, I was worried for a second. Yeah. Because I was like, this, these plans are dangerous, depending <laughs> on where we are. High stakes. There are high stakes. In, in high Central stakes. Park, not so much. Not so much, but in the weird, like, upstate whatever. Oh, Ricky, because that's a fifth episode of, like, Ricky hasn't come back. Oh, my God, my hubris yeah. has, like, he's, you know, stuck somewhere, and that's how they get to their resolution. Mm-hmm. I think they just did this on You're the Worst with Paul and... 
Vernon, yeah, they they, go, oh, their yeah. car broke down and they wandered the woods for a little while and it got, shit got real. Yeah. That's cool. Or one of them like, let's run away and never go back to our families. Yeah, but also they had to like sleep outside and they fell down a big hill and oh, got injured. Yeah, that's another episode. It's just Ricky wandering in the woods. Right, Ricky wandering in the woods is like the B story and the A story is Lucy and Ethel like glamping. <laughs> I watched that. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I think you're the worst. There's something similar about like what you're the worst is trying to tackle with relationships in this episode in terms of we don't want to be one of those boring couples, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to be like that. We're not going to be like normals. Yeah. So, I catch another redheaded, funny lady on television. Yeah, that's true. See. That's true. I do yeah. feel like that's a trope, too, mm-hmm. where it's like the modern version is like, we'll have a threesome. Right. And this is like, we'll go camping. <laughs> With <laughs> Ethel. <laughs> I mean, paving the way much. It's a metaphor. Yeah. So finally, Ricky's on his way. So Lucy shoes Ethel away. Into a tree? Poor Ethel. She takes her little chair and goes. And Ricky... Is dehydrated. Crawls back, basically, because <laughs> he can't... He's not getting enough cardio at the club. Clearly <laughs> not. They need to incorporate more dance numbers. It's also funny that he, for someone who really thought he would be Lucy, he, like, really ran. He was very out of breath, and it's like... Seemed like he would just take his time because he knew he'd be hurt no matter yeah. what. But he ran. That's <laughs> even more humiliating. Yeah. Poor Rick. And then there's no water in the canteen, and he's, like, spraying himself with the drops. Yeah. And she's like, sorry, I washed my hair. <laughs> Good night. Uh, again, like, danger. <laughs> Dehydrated in the middle of the woods. She might be trying to kill him. She might be. <laughs> Maybe. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> then our marriage isn't that boring. <laughs> I've killed my husband. <laughs> also, there was no dinner. It was like, you are tired, you are panting. You're right. It was 8 o'clock. Like, right. It was 8 o'clock, and she was like, we have to wake up at 5. And he was like, oh, God. And I was like, that's a pretty good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I take it. Yeah. But he also didn't get out of his waiters. She just, like, zipped him up into that tent. Yeah, you'd think that this camping trip would be, like, sexy sexy time, but they had separate tents, right? Did they? I thought it was... Well, she zipped him up. That's, yeah, I I thought that was weird, too, because you didn't see another tent, but she zipped it. It looked pretty small. Yeah. Was she going to, like, arrange the hijinks for the morning, and so she needed to close off Yeah. Maybe, and then she joined him? Maybe. My theory is that she was staying at a nearby hotel, because she's like, I'm not camping. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because it was only eight. She met Ethel at a hotel. They go have cocktails. They got cocktails. They went dancing. They had a whole thing, and then she just snuck back at, like, she probably didn't sleep and just, like, hung out at the hotel. I'd like to think it's, like, the place in Dirty Dancing. It's, like, out in the mountains Mm -hmm. or whatever and there's entertainment and she gets to have like a lovely night out in the country. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that that's the, that could have been another episode. The Adventures of Lucy and Ethel just sort of getting away for a weekend. This is a whole season at this point. I know! There, <laughs> but there were so many opportunities. Yeah. It reminds me of the episode of Girls when they go up into that cabin. Oh, yeah. With her and Marnie and Desi. Desi, yeah. Desi! Yeah. Desi or nice. Nice. And then, like, things go crazy. Yeah. In the country. Or, yeah. like, the episode of Sex and the City where she and Aiden oh, yeah. go out into Suffern, New York. Yeah. And, and she hates they it. Come. There's a few episodes where they go out there. And then there's also the episode where Miranda and Steve go on, like, a honeymoon in a cabin, and uh, Miranda's so bored. Yeah. All they do is have sex. <laughs> She's so bored. She's like, I just want to read a book. Leave me alone. And he's like, there's no TV. Oh, there's only one CD, and it plays, like, nature sound. Like, <laughs> And she goes crazy. And then their baby sees Charlotte and Harry having sex. <laughs> Classic television. God, Sex in the City, I, I should have mentioned it before. It's, like, my all. I think it might be my favorite show. It's flawed, for sure. But it, like, I think maybe shaped my 
comedic and dramatic mm-hmm. sensibility. Okay. I'd like to rewatch that. Yeah. I, I recently rewatched it. I've rewatched it. it like four times. I watched it like right before I went away to college. I was like, now is my time to become a woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it would be like, right? right? Manolo's? So the next morning, Ricky's awake because Lucy woke him up so that they could go hunting. And she and sends him to get the guns while she looks for Ethel. Again, you can just call her name and she'll appear. Where mm-hmm. were the guns? I don't know. It's <laughs> far away so he couldn't hear her yelling, Ethel! Right. And Ethel is in a tree, obviously. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. You know when you follow your best friend and her husband on a camping trip and you just like sleep in a tree nearby? And then there was the line where she was like, how'd you get up there or something? And she was like, it was very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like also she can't really explain it. So She's not sugarcoating anything and I love it. <laughs> they yeah. put a horseshoe on a tree as target practice, but also Ethel has... Some kind of gong. She has with like her. a bell. Yeah, like a. <laughs> so Lucy tells Ricky, he was like, Have you ever used one of these before? And she's like, Sure, I have. And so she tries to pull the trigger, does not pull the trigger. She's no. too far in front. But then she tells him she can hit the, the horseshoe. horseshoe. Yeah. And then with her eyes closed and then over her shoulder. And then Ethel, who's in a different, if he had like a sense of sort of where things were and sound and how far away things were, <laughs> Ethel at a closer tree <laughs> yeah. would ring the gong. <laughs> you would think a band leader who listens to music and sounds on Professionally, a daily basis yes. might have a sense. I'd be like, that's coming from, yeah. And also another avenue that could have been really dangerous is like Lucy with her eyes closed with a gun. Shooting <laughs> Ethel. Shooting it. Yeah. It's like very much like Dick Cheney when he went hunting and like shot his friend in the face. Well, this is what happens on the Parks and Rec trip is somebody shoots Ron and they try to figure out who it was. He he gets shot like just grazed in the head. Lucy with a gun with her eyes closed over her shoulder. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. I felt unsafe. The gong keeps getting hit and then there's a delayed one at the end and Lucy goes, that's one of my slow ones. That's how it works. You choose the speed of the bolts coming out of your gun. (laughs) Science. <laughs> very believable. So Ricky in this situation, he at this point he's seen Lucy catch fish without bait. He's seen her beat him back to the campsite where he was convinced he was going to win. And now she's like shooting essentially blind and hitting a very far away target. How much evidence do you need? Especially when he knows his wife's typical hijinks. Like he's got to know something's up. But so the final test then comes. Her plan with Ethel is just to have a full bird drop from the sky like she shot it down. And Ricky, before she shoots, is like, there's no birds around here. And then she's like, but I see one. So she shoots it. And then a fully defeathered plucked. A plucked bird drops from the sky. It was a little graphic. It was. It was not a fan. So that's the moment I think that Ricky had enough evidence uh, to understand he was being kind of I mean, one would hope that, you know, that yeah. being the like, <laughs> final straw is like really bad. <laughs> but yeah, and then but then he point are. then he points his gun at Ethel. He looks for a target and he finds her in a tree. Uh huh. Yeah, not a very well thought out plan. <laughs> no. Maybe that's what Fred wanted him to do. <laughs> oh, you're long so con. He's like, this is what Fred would have wanted. <laughs> this is so Fred's dark. He's like, He's like, Ethel, how long have you been up there? <laughs> Yeah. What do the you whole do? time. So Lucy admits that she knew that he was trying to get her to hate camping. So Ricky doesn't really have a leg to stand on because mm-hmm. he was the one who was trying to manipulate her first and she just got the upper hand. Then they get to like, oh, so that's why you were hanging all over me. I didn't want to be the boring girl marriage type. Mm-hmm. Which again, I just also feel like 
the resolution came very circuitously mm-hmm. because it was like, oh, you were doing this. Well, that's because you were doing this. And that's because of my bridge club. Like, right. it was a two-episode wrap-up. It was yeah. like, I was doing this camping thing because of that thing I was doing 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. with the paper. Yeah. Don't you felt, remember? They felt kind of unrelated to me. Yeah. It also yeah. felt like the early beta version of the joke on Friends when not everybody knows that Monica and Chandler are dating. And it's like, the messers become the messies. Mm-hmm. Like, they knew that somebody was trying to pull a fast one over them, so then they, like, they don't know that we know that they know. Yeah. But Lucy yeah. does this a lot. Information kind of gets revealed, and whoever has the upper hand transfers all the time. I feel like multiple times throughout a lot of episodes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Ethel sort of disappeared at the end there, huh? She, like, <laughs> was just like, all right, I'm going to let you guys have this moment. Then, like, yeah. watched it from a tree. She, no, no. no. Down at that point. She just snapped her fingers and, like, right. Was yeah. in a different I place. Just, I imagine her <laughs> she driving vanished. back to New York City in the stolen station wagon, <laughs> right. lighting a cigarette right. as the sun mm-hmm. comes up. Right. Yeah, another successful hijack <laughs> by Ethel. This is Ethel's time. You know what I mean? <laughs> or she just drives away and never comes back. <laughs> Claiming her time. Uh-huh. You know what they didn't wrap up is, is Lucy going to come on the camping trip with the guys? Yeah, no. Nobody knows. It's weird. It, it, I felt like they had a lot of stuff on the front end, and then the back end, they were like, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> and it was like, nothing got really wrapped up. No. It didn't seem like she got what she needed to feel secure in her yeah. marriage, necessarily. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get what he needed to feel secure that she wouldn't go to, on the camping trip. <laughs> we're not going to change anything about our lives. We're yeah. just going to know that much and move on. Yeah, and they kissed it. They're so cute. They often end on... A kiss like that. Okay, so any final thoughts? So many hijinks. This was a really fun episode. Yeah. This is one of my favorites in a while. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I also like that we got out of the building. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's usually mostly in the building. Yeah. yeah. To Stretched our legs a little bit. A new set? Yeah. What? <laughs> there yeah. were like animals, I guess. <laughs> there was a suggestion of animals. <laughs> yeah, they did a lot for what was probably an indoor set with a bunch of plants. Yeah. <laughs> they did a, it like, looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It looked like a rainforest cafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really did. I was transported. <laughs> and I wanted mozzarella sticks. <laughs> okay, Alana, where can our fans and friends find you? So I co-wrote an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend this season. <laughs> If we go straight through from the premiere, no official dates, but if we go straight through, it'll air November 17th, Friday at 8 p.m. But it's episode six. Just Great. look for Alana Pena in the credits. Yeah. And we spoiler will, title. We'll, we'll tweet about it, yeah, too. Yeah. We'll tweet about it as well once Yeah, we, definitely. Um, how Thank can our you. friends and fans find you on social media? Oh, um, I just made my Instagram public. So this is a really <gasps> good Welcome. I'm Lonstagram, L A N Instagram on uh, Instagram. <laughs> and my Twitter is Alana Cubana because Ricky Ricardo and I are the same. Um, <laughs> we're of the same. That should be your bio. <laughs> yeah. So find me on Twitter and Instagram, and I might change my bio to be about Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> oh, and I will, you can also find some great photos coming soon from Halloween when I am Ricky Ricardo. Yay! Check out SeeWhatSticksLA.com which is a monthly workshop in Los Angeles that all three of these ladies have been to and some have workshopped at and you should check that out. See What Sticks on Facebook and SeeWhatSticksLA.com just for some fun content in Los Angeles. Woo! Totally. And as usual, you can find us on social media at We Love Lucy Podcast on Instagram. At We Love Lucy Pod on Twitter. And please direct all thoughts and feelings to our email at welovelucypod at gmail.com. All right. Adios, Lucy. See you next time.